for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. We have Seth Michael. How's it going today, Seth? What's going on, y'all? Glad to, glad to have you on. I was uh, really excited when uh, we were able to reschedule this because I think we were supposed to have you on two or three weeks ago and yeah. going through some family medical stuff here. So I had to reschedule a bunch of these. But luckily, I think you were the last one that I had to get rescheduled. So I'm think I'm out of the woods there. Um, but like I said, I'm really excited to have you on and I wanted to thank you for giving us the time to sit down and chat. Um, but before we kind of jump into everything you got going on, we were talking a little bit about your big move to Nashville being shut down by COVID and now you got new music releasing. Uh, what's kind of your backstory? What got you into music? Like what's your comic book origin story, I guess would be the best way to yeah, so I got a pretty cool one. Uh, so, you know, growing up, I was in a I was in a private Christian academy, and you know, I, I came from a, some good. You know, my parents were pretty wealthy, and I I went to a, a private Christian academy, and um, I would sing praise and worship every morning. That was my gig. Like, wake up, go to school, you know, try to race my brother out the door, and and uh, <laughs> you know, sing uh, praise and worship in chapel every single morning. And uh, that's how I started like singing. And I didn't, I didn't even know I, I could sing. I didn't know that, you know, I was even good or anything. And um, years went by and I was just still leading the worship. And, and uh, like, what I mean by that is like, I would stand in front of the stage with like, like all the like students, it was like a little mini choir. Mm-hmm. And I was one of the kids that had the microphones. There was only like four kids that had microphones and uh, I would sing every day. And finally, uh, you know, I, I started to realize, I was like, dang, my parents kind of noticed that I was kind of a good singer, I guess. And, uh, I'd sang at my, at my cousin's wedding and, uh, started doing weddings after that, just people's weddings, family members, weddings, and then went to bars eventually. Uh, and I was like, you know what? Like, I kind of want to do this. And one of my main, uh, like, influences is Gary LaVox with Rascal Flatts and he he teaches me everything I know vocally and um, I grew up with a little karaoke machine in my room and I would sing all the Rascal Flatts karaoke and that was what I would do with my time and uh, my parents surprised me with a meet and greet uh, ticket to Rascal Flatts and I was literally starstruck Um, we got there and uh, they passed around a little bucket and you could write on a note card what you wanted to ask him. And my, my mom wrote on the note card for me. She said, can my son sing with you? <laughs> and I had no idea what was going on. And uh, they're like, where's Seth at? And man, I sunk to the floor. I was like, holy moly, what? So I ended up walking up there and singing uh, with Rascal Flats. And oh, wow. we, we sang uh, God Bless the Broken Road, which is, which is my favorite song. And uh, freaking killed it man <laughs> and I, I 
you know, usually you sing with vibrato and, and shake your voice a little bit to make it sound nice. And I really didn't have to do that because my knees were doing it for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's for yeah. yeah. So that changed my life. That, that feeling uh, of playing in front of those people. And, you know, that really was a starting point for me. And I decided that I was going to do that with my entire life. So since right. that day, I did everything in music. So awesome. That's my coming and, up. And you're originally from uh, Georgia, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I grew up in Georgia. Buford, Buford which, Georgia. Where, small. Which is where I'm assuming it's like south of Atlanta or? It, it's uh, it's north of Atlanta. Okay. And, you know, north, uh, northeast. Okay. Right, right on Lake Lanier. Gotcha. Yeah. That, that's why I was a little confused because I've never been east of Atlanta. I'm usually west. I usually travel west of Atlanta. So, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So, um, so about a year ago, you or about a year ago, you ended up moving to Nashville. How long had that trip or that move kind of been in the works for you? I, dude, since I was 15 years old, man. I, I, I uh, you know. I, you know, I just been watching videos and they're all like, Hey, this is the place to be like Nashville is where everybody gets their start. And I was like, well, dang, I think I need to move there. And I, you know, I watched so many interviews and, and stuff. People were like successful people. Like, uh, like I was watching a Casey Musgraves interview at like the ACM and she was like, yeah, I moved to Nashville. And like, I was like, well, I guess I got to do that. <laughs> yeah. So finally, uh, I was living in Athens, Georgia at the time when I moved to Nashville. Uh, I lived in Athens for like six months, just a little, little time playing at college or at the call at UGA doing little frat parties and stuff. And, yeah. um, I wrote a song about my grandmother and my grandfather called write me. And uh, it's basically about how they kind of fell in love during the war and how you know how it was kind of difficult to to reach each other back then so it was really cool and, and uh, i submitted that song to my local radio station 94.9 the bull and they played it on a little program called backyard country and uh it aired for i think 10 weeks and i was i was like number one for i think three of four i don't know four weeks out of the out of the 10 which was really cool oh, and wow. uh and i got kind of like a reward i guess and, and they let me open for justin moore at in atlanta it was a it was a big concert uh benefit for st jude hospital oh. and opened for justin moore lauren elena russell dickerson uh, low cash and teddy rob and that's awesome but um so i met low cash backstage and they were the coolest dudes ever and preston the guy with the mohawk was like, dude, you, if I was your age, I'd move to Nashville tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I mean, dude, I would if I could. And he was like, you know what, man, let me get your number. And I was like, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> so we exchanged numbers and he texted me. He was like, hey, I got a place for you to stay in Nashville if you want to do it. And uh, I, I totally, totally bit that and, and, and took him up on that offer and went straight to Nashville and with my parents and he showed us the condo and he, he wrote songs. He lived in that condo for 11 years, I think, and wrote all his songs there. And people like Dan and Shay and Chris Jansen yeah. have all 
there and written with them in that room. So just great vibes. So I was super excited. That's when I moved to Nashville. That was my story of moving. That's awesome. That's really cool. It's, um, you know, and he was right though, like being so young, it is the time to just start doing some, doing crazy things, yeah. like start taking chances and just hope for the best. Yeah, absolutely. Like I keep telling young kids, I, I say it like I'm so much older than everyone else, but when the, when you're talking to 18 year olds and I'm almost 34, it's like, yeah, that's, you know, that's quite a bit of a age gap there. But like I tell all musicians that are coming out of high school, it's like, just go for it. You want to play music? Just go for it. Like, don't, you don't have any real responsibilities right now. Take the summer and go for it. Yep. So, I mean, unless, unless you were one of them guys that just happened to pop or have a kid while you're in high school, you know, you don't have any real anchors tying you down right now. So yep. Yep. Was, I think going to Nashville was a good move for you. So you've been there for about a year. How's your experience been so far? Dude, I mean, I, pandemic be playing a factor. I honestly think the pandemic really helped me. Uh, <laughs> I'm one of those few people that it kind of affected positively. Uh, not, not financially, but yeah. it it's where everybody kind of flooded out of Nashville. And uh, cause you know, people were losing money and you know, people just went back home into quarantine. Yeah. And uh, I was there in Nashville and I went down to Broadway and uh, man, it was just ghost town. Like nobody was out there. This was in the beginning of COVID. Yeah. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try and get in with the people around here. Yeah. Uh, I, I went into a, uh, I went into Rippy's uh, barbecue and <laughs> I walked in there and there's a couple of people playing on the side stage. And I was like, yo, you guys are really good. Like, you, like how much would it be if I could sing one? And they're like, oh, you, you know what, dude, nobody, nobody is in here. Come on up here and sing one. And I went up there and, and uh, man, I, they, they were like, wow. <laughs> yeah. They really liked it. And uh, they're like, you need to meet this person. And they, they introduced me to uh, to Anita. She's a, one of the booking uh, agents down there on Broadway. And, yeah. and, the and she just got me started right away. I was playing with, like, bands right off the bat. Like, just because, you know, nobody was there. All the musicians yeah. had gone. And I was, you know, I was there. And yeah. I literally played, like, almost every day throughout COVID. I've probably played over like over 300, 300 shows. And the, uh, and you're talking like in-person shows, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. But it was like socially distant. There was like a big like barrier. And then like yeah. we had, you know, you know, uh, yeah. social everything. And there was literally nobody in the bar, like maybe two or three people at a time. That's so awesome. I was nobody making you know 40 bucks space pay i think yeah for like a whole year and then uh since i did that i got to meet all of the musicians and all of the people all of the you know i just networked like crazy when nobody was around and yeah. now that 
back in here, I was like, man, I'm, I kind of did that at a good time. Cause that would have been almost impossible to, to make all the contacts I did when, you know, Nashville was just flooded with talent and musicians. Yeah. You know, it was, yeah. it was one of those things. Basically you were in the right place at the right time because you had just moved to Nashville and you weren't going to move back because what else are you going to do? And yeah. a lot of the musicians that had been there for a few years and there wasn't anything for them to do. So you took the chance and went out and just uh, by chance, just happened to meet a lot of people from not, maybe not necessarily from Nashville, but they didn't have anywhere else to go because they had a business there or, you know, they had business interests there and they couldn't just abandon the business and yeah. it, it just ended up paying off for you. Yeah, absolutely. And then, I, I just became best friends with everybody and yeah. you know, they, they liked the, my voice and I got good shifts. And then when everybody came back, I was, I had good shifts. I was playing yeah. the night shift. Still, you know? still hanging on to those good, those good spots that you worked so hard for over the yeah. last, over the last year. Um, and then of course, you know, during the pandemic, you wrote, did a lot of writing cause you released a couple singles and you got a new one dropping. When's the new single drop? I didn't uh, catch it. May 6th. May 6th. So next week. Wow. Can't believe it's May already. That's, that's bizarre. This year more, more than last year was. Yeah, I know. It really is. Like it is mind boggling. Yeah. But, um, so you got the new single dropping next week. Um, what's kind of the story behind that? She got a thing is what it's called. And I always make a joke in the crowd. It's kind of a dirty joke, but I always go, she, uh, this is my song. She got a thing. It's not what you think it means. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) she got a thing uh it's like she got a thing for me yeah that's the the story and uh this song was not written by me i fell in love with the song this is like my baby of a song like um it was pitched to me in 2016 oh wow yeah this was way before i was even uh you know even thinking about moving to nashville or anything like that but I got a call from a company saying, Hey, like, you want to come make music or record music? And I was like, sure. Heck yeah. And like, I thought it was like getting famous or something, but you know, mm-hmm. it was just a guy who wanted to record music for me for like $1,500. <laughs> I was like, all right. But I, you know, ended up doing a little, like a little EP and then it just turned out horribly and I deleted it. Nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of like wasted my money <laughs> yeah because uh, you know I, I didn't know what i was doing but uh yeah one of the songs i put on that ep was she got a thing and um man it just did terribly and I, and I was like you know this song really needs to come back and and it needs it, it deserves it deserves a better a much better production and it deserves a second chance and man it'll it'll knock your socks off the new the new version will knock your socks off uh super excited for it to come out uh it's it's awesome it's an awesome song nice so basically the original recording session was a very very expensive learning lesson yeah 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 i mean you know what though every i tell everybody those are the kind of lessons like initially you don't want those lessons but those are the lessons that you don't forget like you don't forget those lessons absolutely yeah 
especially uh, when it costs you a whole bunch of money like that. It's like, yep, never making that mistake again. Yeah, definitely gave me a swift kick in the butt for sure. Um, okay. Yeah, I always got to – I know, you know, what the prices are now. <laughs> so Yeah. I guess when you said – Fifteen hundred dollars. I was like, man, that's a. That's like an album cut. That's like yeah. That's a industry standard album cut. Is is fifteen hundred dollars? And uh, that was probably you know like they could charge me that, but what came out for fifteen hundred dollars is what I was upset about. You know, yeah, it sounded terrible. Um, oh, yeah. I know. I could have like I mean. Yeah, I yeah. There, there's just so many, especially there's just so many things with that yeah. lesson. But you learned it. You won't make it again. I that's the important part. But yeah. you know, um, so she got a thing um, that's releasing on Friday. Yep, Friday, May six. Um, are are you working towards like another EP, or are you just kind of staying with singles right now? So yeah, I'm just doing little singles. Uh, this next one is going to be a single, but you know, right after that, you know, it's time for, you know, a big old, uh, chunk of music for people to listen to. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to do an EP or an album, but it, it most likely will be an album. I think, um, got some, a lot of songs in the works. I got a couple right now, but, uh, that we've written and, and they're really good. So, uh, that will be exciting and awesome when that comes out for sure. Nice. And so those are still in the, you haven't recorded those yet? No, no, haven't. Gotcha. Hey, <laughs> you know, it's you got something to work for now. Um, what, 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 what's kind of going into the creative process as you work towards this EP or album, whatever you decided to be, are you writing specifically for it? Or are you just writing until you, think you have enough to put together what you're looking for like what's kind of been the creative process so when i write songs i write songs kind of weird okay. uh not like other people do the, the the way you want to write a song uh it you know come up with your hook first mm -hmm. uh you know the hook she got a thing all right let's build let's build around that um I don't really do that. I, I kind of pick up a guitar or sit at my piano and I, and I create my chord progression first and then write the whole production, like the whole song without any words. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I just have like a, like an idea of what I want it to sound like. Yeah. And then clap words right on top of that. That's how I make my songs. But that, kind of unheard of I mean else. I've heard it I hear it both ways like I could see it both ways for me you know I, I you see it a lot more with bands where they'll come up with like jam yeah they'll come up with like instrumentals and whatnot before yeah. they come up with the words but yeah you know yeah, I guess yeah. every everybody has their own style and whatnot um yep. but when you're when you are sitting down to write or when you are in that creative mode writing are you a little bit more free flowing or do you are you very disciplined with your writing like are you able to say okay today from 8 p.m to 9 p.m i'm uh, yeah. to write or are you just kind uh, of yeah i'm not on, i'm not on 
up the O level yet. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not like sitting down and, you know, pounding, uh, you know, I, I think my best songs come out when I, when I'm inspired and, and when the moment comes, comes to me, you know? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, and you know, I think that the, the more disciplined writers come with, uh, come with musicians that have, other factors going on in life like if they have kids or if they have a family or if they have like a nine to five job and it's just like they can't always be free-flowing with their creativity so Mm -hmm. they have to kind of discipline themselves like okay i can be creative from this time to this time so it's you know it's i think it all kind of just depends on other factors in life absolutely so um yeah. So for she got a thing. Are you looking at possibly doing like a music video or anything, or is it? Um, what's kind of the thought process on that? So, I just did my first like official music video, and that was for she got a thing. And man, that was a fun time. Nice. Like I enjoyed it thoroughly. It was so fun recording it. Um, my my first my first little girlfriend that I've ever had you know, we were, we were, you know, little sweethearts since freaking kindergarten. Like we, we went, we grew up together and, uh, you know, we kind of went separate ways, I think in middle school or something, but I was like, you know, how funny would it be to, to have her be like the, the star of my music video? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I gave her a call and she was like, this is so random, but I'm so down. Nice. <laughs> so she drove all the way to Tennessee from North Carolina and um, we did our, uh, we did the music video and it was, it was awesome, man. We filmed, we filmed all over Nashville and at my house and um, we had a blast. It was awesome. It's going to be a, a really awesome music video. Um, nice. That's awesome. Really good quality. And is that coming out on the sixth as well? Or is that going to come out later? It's going to come out later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to uh, James McGetrick, McGetrick Media. He's the guy who shot the whole music video. He's phenomenal, phenomenal. Nice. I can't, can't wait to check it out. I always love watching uh, independent music videos just because I think there's a raw and realness to a lot of them. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm excited to check it out when it drops. Um, so outside of the music business, uh, what are some of the things you like to do? What are some of your hobbies? I was looking through your Facebook page. I could tell you like to be outdoors and do uh, ATVing and stuff like that. But yeah. Uh, recently I've been, I've been trying to find uh, kind of a resting place. Uh, what I mean by that is like, I've just been grinding like, and I, and I'm, I'm looking for somewhere to go to just, mentally physically just relax myself you know uh, just for a little bit before i start getting back out there and, and i noticed that while i'm like lazy it kind of gives me anxiety so i'm like you know what i need to be doing something and i start doing something again i could never figure out where my piece was and yeah. i think i finally figured it out and it's riding it's like riding four wheelers i don't I don't know what it is. It's just so fun and it, and it releases all of my stress and it's a great time. So I, I went and bought myself a four wheeler and, uh, and that's all I do nowadays is ride on the weekends and, nice. and, uh, you know, I'm always upgrading my four wheeler, which is probably not a good place to dump all my money, but <laughs> also hey. yeah, everybody, so. everybody has to have a hobby, right? Like, yeah. I mean, so, 
funny funny thing is I'm actually in Talladega, Alabama right now um, at this thing called Mud Jam. Okay. It's like huge uh, music festival off-roading ATV park. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm on my campsite right now with my tent and my guitar and my four-wheeler. <laughs> nice. Are you, so are you playing and riding or are you just there to ride? Right, yeah. Wait. Oh, I'm I'm just riding this weekend. I, I'm not playing, but um, gotcha. yeah, man. It, it's gotcha. just yeah. I you know it's a it sounds like a good weekend. Like I mean, I don't know what the weather's like out there, but I'm sure it's wonderful, right? It's nice. It's nice. It's not too hot. Not awesome. too cold. awesome. Well, I won't take up too much more of your time then so you can get back out there and having a good weekend. Um, if uh, everybody wants to, or if anybody wants to check out your music and anything else you got going on, uh, where's the best place for them to do that? Uh, anywhere. It's all out there. It's on Apple music, Spotify, uh, you know, all the, all the digital platforms for music, um, YouTube. If you don't have any of that YouTube, just look up Seth Michael, um, you can go to sethmichaelmusic.com and it'll have all of my music on there also and, and lots of other fun stuff. And um, yeah, it's all online. So go check me out, Seth Michael. Awesome, awesome. Once again, Seth, thank you so much for joining us. I'm really I'm really glad we were able to sit down and chat a little bit. Uh, anytime you want to come back on, feel free to reach out and love to have you back on. Um, thank you everybody for tuning in and we will catch you guys later. See ya. Cool. We are good, sir. All right, cool. Um...